We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is dating someone who's struggling with their physical and mental health. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we are not professionals. We're not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. Uh, Yeah, and that could not be more true for this letter, uh, it is from Little But Fierce, whose pronouns are she, her, and who is writing to us from The Void. Hi, Sierra and Sam. I felt like turning it around. No offense, Sam. I love you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so <Very> offended. <laughs> OG, OG listener right there, because everyone writes <laughs> Sam and Sierra. Uh-huh. First of all, let me tell you how much I adore your podcast and how much... And how important it has been to me in navigating relationships throughout the years. I, a 30-year-old English major turned teacher, what up, have been single or unhappily dating short term for most of my 20s before falling in love a couple months ago. This man, let's call him Bruce, is wonderful. And I finally feel like I have agency in a relationship to create a bond that is based on good communication and trust while simultaneously being stupidly giddy. Sounds dreamy, right? Well, a couple of weeks into our love story, Bruce was diagnosed with cancer. The prospects look all right, and money is not an issue in a country with sweet, sweet free health care. But his mental health has really taken a severe hit, and honestly, so has mine. I go to therapy, and he is starting seeing... I go to therapy and he has started seeing a therapist too. So that's a good start. Boundaries have been a big issue for me since forever. Thanks patriarchy. And I'm struggling to be a supportive girlfriend while simultaneously working overtime and having another side job, which I have now decided to quit, which also makes me feel guilty for leaving my colleagues with more work. 
I'm also ashamed to admit that this feels like something we should be going through after 20 years of marriage, not three months of dating. Am I not too young for this BS? In addition, he doesn't want people to know, so I've only told a handful of friends, which makes me feel guilty again and keep telling the others lies about where he is. I know he feels guilty, too, for making me go through this, but I'd rather he shared his feelings instead of closing himself off from me. I really think this is my good, true love. Honestly, I could gush about him for hours. So I guess my question is, how do I do this, guys? How do I manage my partner's sickness and my own mental health when we are still working ourselves out as a couple? I feel selfish even just writing this because it shouldn't be all about me, but I am really struggling. I would be grateful for any insights, but honestly, just typing this out with tears streaming down my face has been cathartic. So thanks already for everything you have done. All my love, little but fierce. All right, little but fierce. Uh, I'm so sorry that you are going through this. Um, I'm sorry that Bruce is uh, was diagnosed with cancer and that he's going through whatever he needs to go through to help treat that. Um, and also that like what seems like a really wonderful love story has been kind of interrupted or you know derailed by this reality of life coming in and sort of changing the way that you envisioned like the first few months of your relationship going. Um, and, you know, being a caregiver or partner to somebody who is struggling physically and mentally is also its own challenge. And it's its own challenge. That's also fraught with feelings of guilt or feelings mm -hmm. that are, um, that are sort of connected to shame uh, and, you know, as somebody who, you know, uh, went through my own, the death of my father and then the death of Peter's mother, uh, I've said this before, but the going through the death of Peter's mother was harder in lots of different ways because it, the rules around how to engage as a supportive partner for somebody who is deeply struggling in lots of different ways are much less clear than it is when you are the person who's impacted by it. Right. So of course, this is all about Bruce and Bruce's own health and how he's navigating through that. And also at the same time, I know that this is really challenging for you to navigate as well. And I think Sierra and I are hoping that we can offer you a space to sort of process through what you're going through, because I appreciate that you're finding places outside of Bruce to navigate through what this looks like for you to be supportive and cared for in a way that that can help you also be supportive and care for for Bruce in this in this time. Exactly. So we're going to get into some of that in just a minute. But right now we're going to take a short break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. 
You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this question. I also want to say I'm so sorry and of course this is so much this is so much of course it's unfair it would be unfair if you were married for 20 years it would be unfair if you had just met you know um this is unfortunately the reality the potential of connection right I think what um Sam and I were talking about this letter before we pressed record and we were trying to find the right language to talk about this experience because it is 
It is so challenging. You are the support system for somebody going through something really scary, stressful, life-changing, physically, um, you know, I don't know what the physical impact of it is, but it, you know, cancer changes your life, period. And you're supporting them. And at the same time, you just started dating. You're just figuring out who, who you are to each other. Um, it's the way we landed on it is if you were married for 20 years and this happened, you would have a totally different and fuller set of tools in your tool belt to handle this. Also, culturally, there are examples of this. There are scripts, there are support groups, you know, and the way we want to look at this in today's letter is that you don't have that tool belt. You have a very different new tool belt. So we should approach it as such, right? Um, striking a balance between caring for yourself and care and being a caretaker or, a, you know, an emotional support for somebody who's struggling is hard. If you've been together for 10 years, it's even harder when you are brand new, you know, um, when you, when you don't know each other's cheat codes or triggers or, or whatnot, it's also hard when you have a history of overextending yourself as it sounds like you do. Um, so I'm, I want today, we're going to attempt to have a imperfect, but exploratory conversation about how you can be supporting yourself while showing up for Bruce during this time, because Sam and I also believe in this relationship. It sounds like a great relationship and it is just bad circumstance and timing that your first three months have been met by this. Uh, and also this things like this are a part of life. It's, it's a part of connection um, that we support each other through the uglier side of things. As I said before, cancer does change you. You know, it changes your pers- your day-to-day perspective on life, on ability, on your own mortality. Um, Bruce is going to be changed by this. From the man that you first met to whoever comes out of this, um, he's going to need time to figure that all out. In this response to you, we're not telling... I don't have any, like... I just want Bruce to feel supported and safe and um, hopeful, you know what I mean? And to feel all the things that he needs to feel right now. And at the same time, if you are asking of yourself and if Bruce is asking of you to be a supportive caretaker partner in all of this, then, then you also need support. This is stressful even though you guys just met, you know what I mean? You are not more or less deserving of support than say the, you know, the elderly couple and the, and the the partner of 50 years gets cancer, right? You're, you're in this situation, no matter how young it is. And if he wants you to be a part of this journey with you, you're going to need support. So out, out the gate, Sam and I both agree that it is within your reason as a human, as his partner, as his girlfriend to say, I am interested in getting your permission or talking about your comfort in telling my people about what's going on, because you're going to, you're going to need support. You're going to need an outlet. Like how much better do you feel just writing to two strangers on the internet? How much better do you think you would feel if you got to talk about this with some of your closest friends and they maybe gave you perspective or support or, or like a a night off or whatever that you need during this time. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I do think it's important for you to, to think about like what those levels of support are from the people in your life. And I want to also say that, like, of course, this is, this is Bruce's story and the story of caretaking for somebody who is, has cancer and is struggling with mental health stuff is also part of your story too, right? Like, and you, you can and should you know, figure out ways that you can be able to share that with people and not just to strangers on the internet, but with people where you can find support around it. Cause, cause you need that too, in order to also be a good caretaker and supportive person to Bruce in this moment. And, you know, I think you've talked about this idea that you like struggle with some of these boundaries that you seem to be like somebody who does a lot of caretaking for people. And I want to say that like, you have thrown yourself into like one of the most challenging ways <laughs> of figuring out how to navigate that space. Right. Like, you know, as somebody who like is apparently doesn't want to quit your job because you don't want to like leave your coworkers with more work, even as you are like with someone who is going through cancer and struggling with your own mental health stuff. Right. Like, so this thing around you needing to sort of create boundaries and, and hold yourself accountable to those boundaries is going to be, it's going to be really challenging in this moment to do that because of like the, the, the fraughtness, like the, the, the extremeness of the situation. But I want to say to you that like doing what you need to do in order to take care of yourself in relationship to, to Bruce here is going to be critically important because it's going to help you better be a caretaker to Bruce, right? Like if you are not asking for what you need from your friends and family, if you are not doing things that are going to help you sort of navigate and take care of yourself through this by freeing up some of your time, reducing some of your stress, making a priority to go to therapy, all of that stuff, right? Like it's going to be hard for you to show up in support Bruce because you're going to be bringing some of your own stuff into it. So I like, I want to make sure that as you're thinking about what, how to move forward with this, that like this, like, Oh, I'm always like, I'm just a people pleaser, right? Like that, that's not the thing that we fall back on, but that being like, okay, I know I'm a people pleaser. So these are the things that I'm trying so that I don't fall into patterns or habits where I am sacrificing my own mental health when I need to be focusing on how am I taking care of myself so that I can be a support to Bruce in this, right? Like, and that's hard. It is like, like I said, at the, before we took the break, like that shit is really challenging because it is so ambiguous. And because we don't exist in a world where we prioritize caretakers in any way, right? Like we view it as something that people should a, just be good at B should do for free out of the love of their own hearts and see that like, it's like some sort of like calling that we should all feel really good at and practiced at. Right. And none of those things are true. Like caretaking for people is difficult. It's challenging. It requires strength and resiliency that like, that isn't just like innate to us that actually takes work and time and intention. And so like, yeah, absolutely. And so like, I want to make sure that you, as you're thinking about this, as you are supporting Bruce, that you are also remembering that like, it takes work to also take care of yourself, right? It is not something that's just going to happen and that you need to, to find those places, those people, those spaces where you can fill up because you're right. Everything about this is unfair, right? Everything about this sucks and is shitty and and everything about this is made more complicated by the fact that it's not happening directly to you. It's happening to someone that you care about. And 
And navigating that is going to take time and intention. And I just say that so that you can give yourself the space to be able to do that. Yeah. I want to say something that I don't know how to say. (laughs) I love that. That I tried to say earlier, but I think I can say it by saying what I don't mean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, the, The last thing I want to give to you is just a reminder that this is a point in time that this is, Mm -hmm. it won't be like this forever. And that this is a particularly difficult time, you know, a challenge. This is a particularly challenging time, but it won't be like this forever. You're going to experience more challenges. It will, it may be more or less challenging in the future, but it won't be like this forever because the diagnosis will change. Your coping skills will change. Your relationship will mature, you know, like, it, this is a moment in time. And what I don't mean when I say that is, you know, suck it up, just deal with it. This is, you know, this is Bruce's thing, yada, yada, yada. What I am trying to communicate is a reminder that this is, it's hard now and you can do really hard things. What I'm not trying to say is you need to over-sacrifice to be perfect, to show up perfectly for this person that you're still getting to know What I am trying to say is you are so strong. You are capable of digging deep into that well of resiliency, a depth that you might not even know that you have right now. And that, that resiliency necessitates taking care of yourself, necessitates leaning on your community, community to, to strengthen yourself in this temporary and incredibly challenging time. I, I just, I want to say that this new person in your life, this great new person in your life is going through a really hard time. And it seems like he needs you right now in a, in a way that you really want to be there for you, for him. And it's also challenging you, challenging your relationship, all of these things. What I don't want to say is like, suck it up, just deal with it. Show up for Bruce. You know, he deserves this over-sacrificed, all of these things. And also there's something in me that, you know, the last couple months when I've been going through challenging things, I am telling, I'm trying to tell myself not to get so saturated in that current climate that I forget that I'm capable of enduring to, to better times. You know what I mean? Like this is unfair. This is stressful. This is too much too soon. This is uncharted. This is terrifying for Bruce. You know, it's all of these things. And this is not the first time in the universe that two people who are newly in love have had, have had to navigate early and difficult challenges before they were get before they grew the tools themselves. Do you know what I mean? I think about couples who get pregnant right away or who have a death in the family right away or who have a health issue like Bruce right away. Again, none of this is meant to minimize it. In fact, it's just meant to normalize it. You are capable, you are strong, you are resilient. You are going to be asked a lot. You're going to be asked of a lot during this process. And also this is temporary. This is a moment in time. Um, Bruce's depression, it's a moment in time. It's not that he's just going to get over it. He's just going to come out different. This is going to change him. 
Um, yeah, I don't know how successful that pep talk was, but I really do. I, I mean all of it, just that you sometimes I have to tell myself that I can get through this, even if it's challenging, even if it's asking a lot of me, even if my if I don't know quite yet how to navigate my boundaries in a healthy and sustainable way, I can say I'll see the other side of this hopefully in a healthy and sustainable way, you know, but either way I will see the other side of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think that's important to say because it it is about like, how are you making like day-to-day decisions about what it looks like to take care of yourself, what it looks like to take care of Bruce and then holding that sort of like, what, what do we need to do to get to tomorrow in the context of, and over time, this will be different, yes. right? It won't yes. look like today. Today we figure out what we need to do, but that doesn't mean today looks like tomorrow looks like the next day, right? Yes, like we need you. to get through, we need to figure out what today looks like for us, knowing that tomorrow, the next day, the week after, the month after, the year after will look different from today and probably right. look like something that is either you know, working better for us, or we'll have different tools to be able to handle things as they come up, or, you know, we'll get to a point where we'll find levity and lightness in what is a really sad yeah. time. All of those things are true. And none of those things negate that today might also be really, really hard and really challenging. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we are holding you in all of this, in the unfairness of it, in the beauty of it in what it teaches you and what it takes from you. We are holding you in all of that. And we hope that this helps. Absolutely. We love you. Thank you so much for writing. All right. It's Friday. So we're going to do a blind date every week. We like to shout out something that we love that we want to set you up with. And this week we are sending you home with a scary movie because it's scary movie season um the movie is called cure it's a japanese like horror slash psychological thriller uh that peter and i saw uh a couple weeks ago um at our local like independent theater um it's really weird uh i don't know that i could like accurately tell you uh what it all what all happened and what it all meant but it was like (laughs) one of those things where it was just like really well done like very atmospheric uh it's ostensibly about like a person who is able to like hypnotize people into killing other people just by like having a conversation with them Uh, and it's about the detective who is like trying to track this person down um but it's like it's it's very uncomfortable and weird and eerie and exactly what you need uh, leading up into the holiday weekend. Um, There is some violence in it. Uh, There is also some violence against women specifically in it. So like take that in mind. And if that's not something that you are interested in, I can totally understand that. Um, But it was, uh, I think it was my favorite scary movie that we watched this season. So I am passing Mm. it all on to you. So that movie is called Cure. Uh, it is available, I think, for rent or purchase on like most things. Um, yeah. But I would definitely check it out if you are a fan of scary movies. All right.
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you're interested in more content from us or if you would like ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes. But most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast. And remember, it is possible to take care of others while taking care of yourself. It is possible to respect and admire the journey that someone else is going through while also taking care of your own path. It's possible to live presently in the moment while working towards a bigger, hopefully healthier future. And it's possible to feel grateful for all of it, for all of the journey, good and bad, that has brought you to this moment right now. And if all else fails, just break up.